Welcome to the Gone Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Howell. And I'm your host, Angie Rogers-Howell. What is the Gone Boss Podcast? Well, it's a weekly podcast featuring awesome people in our community. We'll interview them, find out what makes them tick, the cool things they're doing to make our community a great place to live and work, and how they've gone boss. This week, we're brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. If you have a comment about the show or something you want to share with us, call or text 765-233-2640. That's 765-233-2640. We might just use it on the show. Who do we have on the show today? Today, we have Lynn Moore, owner of The Crossing in Muncie. We're supported today by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. What do they have coming up? They have a virtual workshop two-parter. So we've got virtual coffee talks. We have virtual lunch and learns. And now this is a virtual workshop. Yep, we do. Are we going to learn how to make something? Uh, no, oh. we are not. <laughs> not that kind of how, workshop. How to make better leaders, I thought. Well, yes, That's okay. We will be about. learning. Yes, we will be learning that, husband. You're so funny. All right. Well, what's this one all about? This one is called Introspective, Discovering the Power of Introverts. Ooh, there's power in introverts. There is. I like to consider myself an introvert, so this will be interesting. You're an extra introvert. I'm an ambivert, maybe. But you get your energy from being uh, an introvert more than being an extrovert, right, uh, getting be- your power from other people. Yes, I get my energy from being alone, which doesn't happen very often in our house, but yes. When will this take place? This will be, it's a two-part workshop, so it'll be Wednesday, July 28th, and Thursday, July 29th. And they will both be from 2 to 3.30 p.m. Who's the speaker? Speaker is Ailish Wasserman. Ailish! Ailish, yep. She's the virtual presenter and coordinator at Schaefer Leadership Academy. You know, Ailish is on my A-list. <laughs> what are we going to learn, though? We are going to learn all about introverts. Introverts have amazing strengths, but they can often be overshadowed in a fast-paced society focused on energy and charisma. This session is for everyone, introverts, extroverts, and those wanting to learn more specifically about the world of introverts, which is close to half of the U.S. population. Whether you are more of a listener or a talker or somewhere in between, learning about personality preferences can help us become more meaningful communicators. And it's a workshop, so it's two parts. Two parts, two days. Wednesday and Thursday. Wednesday the 28th and Thursday, July 29th from 2 to 3.30 p.m. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. Today in the studio, we have Lynn Moore, owner of The Crossing. Welcome. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Now, you own more than just The Crossing. Right. The Crossing is actually a building. It's a place, a location on Jackson and Westview Boulevard. But within The Crossing, we also own the salon at The Crossing and the cafe at The Crossing. So those are two new businesses that we've acquired in the last year. Um, Cafe's brand new. Started it during the pandemic. Probably not a great time, but we're still here (laughs) a year later. But you made it work because we've been there a couple of times. That's right. Absolutely. Great. 
Well, tell us about yourself. Are you a Munsonian or where are you from? I certainly am. I actually grew up in the neighborhood across from the crossing oh, okay. and it's the Carlton neighborhood. We went to school at Westview and uh, my mom was uh, moved three or four times through our school system. So we got to experience most of them except for Southside, but I'm a graduate of Muncie Central. Uh, my mom was flipping houses before it was cool. So I learned a few things from her, which I carried into my adult life, but uh, basically grew up on the West side of Muncie and a community I think is outstanding and still today, Yet we wanted to come back and make a contribution to continue that. Okay. Well, tell us about uh, what you did in the early years then. Well, in the early years, I actually left Muncie after my kids entered their high school years and moved to Indianapolis. I worked for an architectural engineering firm. I learned a lot of tricks of the trade, if you would. But my main priority there was to help um, our studio architects to take on Microsoft, which was a big thing at the time. And um, I started teaching at that uh, firm and then using those skills to carry me into another profession. Um, I stepped into a whole opportunity with the Electric Cooperatives of Indiana, the Tetra Stone Energy Cooperative. So I traveled the state for years doing the same thing, which was teaching, um, not only uh, education for adults, but working on customer service, that sort of thing through each of those co-ops. And from that, I went on to the national level. So I retired after 20 years of the electric cooperative industry, teaching, strategic planning, education to adults like customer service, um, emotional intelligence, the disbehavioral styles, all those good things, and then stepped away from that after 20 years to be home with my family. Um, That was a lot of travel, and they were ready to have me home. Okay. Wow. You've done a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Awesome. Nothing to do with cafes or salons, but I'm I'm an entrepreneur. (laughs) I learn quick. That's all right. (laughs) Yeah. So what made you decide to purchase this? Well, my husband and I renovate properties, whether it's residential, commercial, um, and faith-based organizations. We help and assist with making those spaces more modern and functional and inviting. Um, Sometimes it's a remodel. Sometimes it's a brand new building. And so we're always looking for real estate, whether it's a home or commercial property. And this kind of fell into our laps. Um, We had the owner of that area of that building uh, came to us and said, hey, you know, I'm thinking about retiring and I know you guys do what you do. So would you be interested? Um, talked it over a little bit. This was in February of last year and decided it would be a good purchase because it would give us some opportunity to start some other businesses or sponsor those young business owners that are wanting to do something different. Um, so we took them up on the offer and then the pandemic came. So and after <laughs> <laughs> plenty of time to remodel the interior of that place. So yeah, we took advantage of that. Okay. Now tell me about the uh, cafe, first of all. Okay. The cafe basically was a, a concept that we came up with of something different in Muncie. It's not a coffee house. It's not a cafe like a, a diner, if you would. Um, and it's not quite fine dining. But what we do is we try to offer food that's healthy and delicious. It's homemade from scratch in small batches. It's all the recipes I could dig out of my mother's recipe box and gather from friends and families over the years. And it's kind of like cooking for a family reunion every day. Okay. Wow. All right. Okay. That's yeah. good. And I, I mean, we've been there. I love it. It is healthy. You can always find something to eat. Even I know Amy likes it because she can find like gluten-free bread there. That's and right. Things that, you know, people that's who right. have restrictive diets can actually eat and mm-hmm. things like that. So and nice. it's all homemade from scratch. So the nice thing about it is organic when we can get it, small batches. So everything's fresh. And that's the goal. We don't want to be like everyone else. We want to do things a little differently. So we choose to do breakfast, brunch, and lunch all day, Monday through Saturday. And that is a goal for us to give people an environment 
environment where they can relax, have their book club, be with their friends, bring in their family. It's a nice relaxing environment and folks like the the look of it. It's very different than most other places here. So modern and clean, but also relaxing and stylish too. Well, tell me about the salon then. So the salon at the crossing is the other part of the business. Um, We have 10 stylists that have been there for years. A few new ones came on board with us last year after we remodeled, but a total of 10 stylists who have their own businesses. So they're all women-owned business, if you think about it. They're all independent contractors. We provide a space that's um, what I would call a little bit glamorous Mm -hmm. um, and modern for them now. So it's been a while since they've had a a remodel. So they've got a brand new space to work into, and it allows them to be creative in what they do as well. So we're glad to have that opportunity with them and to sponsor those ladies and what they do to succeed. So what other plans do you have for future conquest? Well, we have a couple of homes that we work on, but our biggest goal, and I say our, meaning my husband and I, um, my husband, Scott, actually graduated from the architectural program here at Ball State. So he's an alum, and this is kind of a hometown for him, too, in a way. He's originally from outside Chicago, but um, he and I have been working on some projects together over the last 10, 12 years. We flipped about 14 homes, and I don't mean flip as in just turn them over. We actually lived in them, made them something we'd love to live in, and then sold the house. So we have a lot of experience that way but we've also worked with our church Um, we both attend Mercy Road Christian Church out of Indianapolis we lived in Indy for years and they are planting churches across central Indiana so we have remodeled basically Scott's done the drawings I've done the design and project work for four different churches at this point so we are on the fifth that one will be in Anderson that's almost a full-time job in itself doing the project management but it's something that we just love and when you go into the space it's a space that's inviting and people feel like it's home you know we have a little style and a theme to each one of them they're not all exactly the same and they certainly don't feel like a church when you walk in so I think that's a big piece if you can create a welcoming space for people it makes them more inclined to want to come and gather together so talk to me about trains at the crossing Oh, my. (laughs) That goes together, doesn't it? Trains at the crossing. Well, you know, it's interesting because we thought about asking someone to create a train app so we could tell where the trains are at all times, right? Yeah. Um, But one of the things, ever since I was a kid, it's always been that way. There's always been trains in Muncie. They're always stop in the tracks, and you have to go around. Um, Our biggest concern about the trains is that when they block our intersection, because then people can't get to us from either end of of where we are located, between Westview Boulevard, um, behind Westview schools. So that's been a concern for us. Um, Of course, we bring it up to every public official who comes in the door that would like to hear that. (laughs) But we try to do it in a nice way. We understand it's the nature of what happens here. But I think if you ask anyone, it's not only um, a concern for lifestyle here, um, health and safety here, but also in my my case, especially for my business, because people can't get to me right. if the train's blocking the track. Yeah, and if they can't get to you, that's a problem. That's right. <laughs> There's only one good thing about it. If they get stuck by the train, they'll pull in for coffee. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. they get stuck, they can't leave. That's so right. where are they going to go? Capture our audience. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So tell us about your family. Well, my husband, Scott, and I um, live in the Pendleton area, so we split the difference. He works out of Indianapolis, and I work out of Muncie. Um, I have a young son that's here in one of the homes that we remodeled and rehabilitate, rehabbed, if you would. Um, my other son is in Arizona, married to my beautiful daughter-in-law, Ashley, and we have two grandchildren. They're nine, and uh, gosh, Blake will be five. So okay. Jackson and Blake, little boy and a little girl. Okay. What do you do for fun? Oh my, what do I do for fun? Well, when I'm not working, because I work a lot. As 
sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> and every time I go to the Cross Cafe, you're there. She's so. there. She, they tease me about the cot in the back. I really don't have one yet. But um, but yeah, for a while there, we thought we would do that. But, <laughs> but I love to garden. I love to paint. Of course, remodeling is a love. And a lot of mm. people think that's work. It's not for us. So we love to do that. And um, we just moved in in November so uh, to our home now. So there's there's some things I have my eye on. I'd like to change a little bit. And You've got some projects. That's right. My husband said, just give me six months, honey. I just need six months after. <laughs> so that and gardening, of course. Um, and I love to cook. So who wouldn't? I mean, but, you know, if you're doing what we do, you got to love what you're doing. So I absolutely love to cook. And I'm always trying new things at home and, you know, uh, inviting friends over for dinner. So if you come to our house, you're well fed. So, okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Tell us about the people you work with. Wow. Well, I'll tell you what. My goal when I started that business was to bring young people in who could learn the basically the restaurant industry, right? But you also have people who know stuff about the restaurant industry. So I've been lo- fortunate enough in the last couple of months to bring on a gal named Taylor. And Taylor is a graduate of the culinary program at Ivy Tech. So we're very proud of that. Um, she was working for a franchise uh, restaurant in the city and decided that she wanted to find find something where she could use more of her culinary skills. I said, boy, do I have a job for you. So, and she found out that we cook everything from scratch. We try new recipes all the time. Boy, she was all in both feet. So we're glad to have Taylor with us. We also have a gal named Madison. We've had Hannah and let me think Lexi, Eden, all of the gals that, that actually take care of our, what we call our guest service. Um, they're all team players. They're all learning parts of the business. Even if you didn't sign up to be a server, you're going to learn how to do some of that, mm-hmm. right? Or if you didn't sign up to do the dishes the fact that they're working for a small organization with less than 10 employees and I mean less than 10 (laughs) they're learning everything and so when they ask me questions about marketing and communications and how do you do the advertising and what does that cost I try to make it an opportunity there for for them to learn so one of my gals that has got some hidden talent in the culinary area is now working with us on some of the things that we do in the kitchen for the catering side so we do cater smaller groups and she's fallen in love with it and has decided she might want to create a cafe or restaurant that has an international flair that she brings those sorts of foods to the menu. So I hope I'm sparking some creativity, whether it's food or otherwise, that they're enjoying. So yeah. Yeah. What was life like through the pandemic for you then? Wow, through the pandemic. Well, a lot of people stayed home, but you know, we didn't miss a beat because I was just finishing up the last church that we were doing. So I was still working there until April, right before Easter. Um, we were isolated because we were in a construction environment and, and everybody was, you know, taking extra measures. So my husband and I went to work every day. Now he works from his desk at home and I drove to the church to work on the project management. <laughs> <laughs> so we were doing that all throughout the pan- pandemic. So we felt like things didn't change much, but I know for other people it did. Mm-hmm. Um, one once we were able to take over this building and start remodeling and then opening it, I cannot tell you how happy people were to be able to go out to eat, even if there were restrictions. And we we designed the space, not only at the cafe, but also the salon. We kept that in mind. What if this ever happened again? So everything is six feet or more apart. The tables, the styling stations, everything was designed that if this ever happened again and we were restricted, could we still do business? Mm-hmm. And so we looked at it from that perspective when we did the remodel because how couldn't you? It was right in front of you, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So what gets you truly excited about life? 
Well, I've had a lot of adventures, and in the work that I've done, I've traveled a lot. So my husband and I love to travel, and we did a lot of travel to Italy and Greece, and, you know, we loved going on vacation. Every five years was kind of our big trip thing. Um, That really excites me. I'm a little worried about the opportunities to do that from this point on, so I'm glad we did it. But, you know, there's a ton of the U.S., that is, you know, includes beautiful spots. So I think getting back to traveling and seeing how um, folks are are doing now after, you know, post-pandemic, everyone's so happy to be out and about. I think that's going to bring me more joy than anything again. But just seeing people and how they live and the food and, you know, all of it is is what truly brings me joy. What's on your bucket list? What do you want to do before it's all said and done. Mm. Well, my bucket list is long, as you can tell, because I don't stop too long for one thing or another. I think my biggest thing, if I can do this project and give back to community, hopefully somebody will want to purchase that cafe and make it their own, that salon their own, some young business owner that wants to do that. I hope that those things help people to step up and foster or mentor other folks to bring them into that same kind of environment. I think for my bucket list, because I've done so much and traveled so much, I'd like to settle down a little bit. I know that probably sounds crazy to some people, but stop doing things. Stop doing so much. Yeah, my husband said that'll never happen. But you know, but but I think that would be important because spending time with your grandkids, you only get that once, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So take a few trips out to Arizona? Uh, we do. We we have a house. Actually, the funny thing, we bought a house to renovate, and my kids are living in that, and then they spotted one right across the street. So guess what? We live right across the street from them okay. <laughs> in Arizona. So maybe we'll retire to Arizona and stay there full time, but right now we just go out um, three, four, or five times a year at least. And, and you have a place go to Go see stay. the kids. Uh, finally, yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. We yeah. used to have to share a bedroom with all the dogs and the kids, and that didn't go very well. So. <laughs> You're like, let's get a place of our own. We we live next door to Matt's parents, so, oh, so it you is. Get that. It is nice to have them yeah. uh, close by. And it that. is now next door is a farm field over, so it's a there's some distance, little space, which but is nice. But multi generational housing, you know, you think about that, that's becoming the new normal it's, now. Yeah, so, yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. And we we've got an aunt on the other side, and just howls all over the place. So yeah, we've really been doing like, that forever. That's uh, right. They just, they just they build a change. house out front. <laughs> There you go. Well, you know, you could get an RV or a tiny house and do the I same, right? I keep saying right? I'm going to get a tiny house and put it in the back. It'll just be my my house there for There you me. go. There you go. That, that and I'd be not... happy to have her there. <laughs> oh, husband. Oh. And now it's time for the lightning round. Quick questions and quick answers. Number one question, what's your favorite band or artist? Oh, lots of genres. Right now, I'll tell you I'm listening to okay rising appalachia is the name of the group they're four singers two male two female great harmony all strings i'm telling you even some old gospel tunes they bring out doesn't sound like an old gospel tune but really good stuff so i had to actually send it to myself because i could so i could remember their name because it's just linked to my youtube and i just click on it so there you go there you go i like that are you an early bird or a night owl early bird now Okay. Well, mm-hmm. you have to be. You've got mm-hmm. the cafe. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. What time is it open? Uh, well, we open at 8, but I, I usually am up by 5, 5.30, something like that. I was going to say, you have to drive there for a Yeah, Pendleton, drive right? there. It's about a half an hour, and and I and like to be prep. there early. And yeah, and I like the quiet of the cafe when no one's in there. And <laughs> you can kind of do all that, or, you know, I'll lay it all out and cook. So, yeah. What's your favorite book? That's a tough one. Don't say the Bible. No, okay. it's a tough one because... <laughs> 
Um, there are, I have a huge library. I, over the years, I've collected, and the whole upstairs is full of books. So if I had to pull a book out and say, hey, I really recommend this. I mean, I always enjoyed reading the whole series, uh, John Redmond, the, the Celestine Prophecy, and that whole series just about how the life and universe works around you. And it's not so much religion as much as it is a, a philosophy and just an understanding of how big the world is and how things happen without your control, but for a reason. Have you ever met anyone famous? Oh my, the list is long. Okay. It is. You've met, <laughs> and I you've met have. some famous people. Yes. I mean, we would do conferences and invite authors and speakers in. I went to the uh, first book club show for Oprah Winfrey, and, and the book was called Jewel. And uh, I had read just a review. I wrote a review on it, and they called, and um, the producer wanted us to come to the show, so they wanted all the readers to come to the show, so we got to meet her. And um, I've met... So off- you've met Oprah? Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I okay. saw her very first after the show um, interviews with the audience that she was doing so they'd shut the cameras off for the show and then go to the audience and I remember we were talking about Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. That was a big thing right then. <laughs> that was a big then. deal, yeah. And she wanted everyone in the audience, what was your opinion? What do you think of all this? And it was quite an adventure, you know. It really was. You know, you had refreshment. It was just interesting the way they shuffle you through. And, of course, it was in Chicago when, when they were taping there. But um, very interesting. I got to interview Guy Kawasaki. He's an author and a tech guru. Uh, Chip and Dan Heath, they write business books. So I was able to interview them. Um, did quite a bit of work when I worked with Touchstone Energy Cooperatives. I was the executive director there for two years, so we had national marketing campaigns, and we worked with the hometown crew. You know the show on HGTV, oh, Hometown? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before they were as famous, oh, right after their first series. Before yeah. that. Yeah, before get that. <laughs> and they were working on us with uh, coaching uh, small communities through helping to rebuild your community and create businesses and attract people and just this whole hometown concept that they worked on and we had them come speak at a lot of our conferences and end up very close friends with them what's your guilty pleasure uh many petties okay mimosas and chocolate not necessarily in that order <laughs> but all of that <laughs> all, all at the same time i, I could do that, okay. go around with that. Yeah. yeah girls girls day yeah <laughs> what's your favorite movie you know i love meryl streep so when i saw her in bridges of madison county and out of africa all the characters she plays, I just absolutely love her stuff. So it doesn't matter who the director is or who, you know, where the movie, I just enjoy her in those. Now, I like Shawshank Redemption. I mean, there's a million, the list is mile long stuff you could watch over and over and over again. So, but yeah, no favorites. It's funny. I don't have like one thing that's just my thing. I like a lot of variety. That's yeah. all right. Yeah. What's your hidden talent? I'm a great drywall mutter. Okay. <laughs> with all the construction I mean, I we're not oh my I'm gosh terrible. i slap it on and tried to do the scraping thing I'm... well you know most people don't love it i'm not saying i do i don't like it over to do the ceilings over my head but i have some weird knack for drywall mudding and people see me do it go my gosh how long have you been doing that well only out of by force do i do it but but i love construction projects I love the just the whole process of it and changing a space so I had to learn to do the drywall mud or it was never going to happen yeah well, yeah that's a nifty skill to have yes, when you're is. in I know and everybody do. wants that so <laughs> I know <laughs> like, buddy. I've got some spots at my house that need to. <laughs> that's right you said hidden I had to tell you one so. well there you go <laughs> that's right do you sing in the shower I sing in the car okay 
Yeah, I don't know about the shower. Our shower is huge. I, I don't know if I'd want to hear all that reverb, but in the car, <laughs> great acoustics. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Now, what do you belt out? Whatever's on the radio, okay. especially stuff from the 70s. You know, growing up as a kid with 70s rock, you're going to, yeah, there's a lot of good good songs in there. So Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and I know the words, so. <laughs> Star Wars or Star Trek? Um, you know, I'm not you can a big say neither. It's okay. I really am a neither, but <laughs> I, neither. you know, oh. I got to tell you, my kids watch Star Wars so much. I kind of felt like I had to love it a little bit, you know, because you were you're going to be part of it. But um, yeah, I mean, if I had to pick, probably neither. Yeah, I'm an I'm a neither too. So yeah. it's okay. Yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> not that I don't like it. It's just you know, it's yeah. not your jam. Not it's my right. jam. That's right. You didn't like that, Matt. Sorry. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> we, get, we get lots of those answers. That's, yeah. that's fine. Okay. <laughs> What's your most used emoji on your phone? Oh, I'm a smiley face gal. Anything that's smiling or waving or happy or whatever that is, because I think you have to remind people that things aren't so heavy, you know? Thank you so much for being our guest today. Really appreciate you coming in. Thank you. I appreciate both of you asking me. No problem. Thanks Never. for stopping by the farmhouse. Yep. Bye. So the other day, we're driving down the car together, mm-hmm. and we come up on the fireworks store, uh, because it is July, and, you know, fireworks everywhere, and there's this giant blow-up sock thing that looks like Uncle Sam, but he's a sock guy, you know, where yeah. the air blows up through and the And he's like the blow-up dude, yeah. And his arms are just going, he looked like a freaking alien. Didn't he have feet, too? Like yes, legs he had feet, feet on it that one. It was weird. That one was weird. <laughs> But you don't mind that one no. because you have a thing with the traditional sock man. The what do they call those? I don't things? know what I call them. Blow up dudes, but that doesn't blow sound, up dudes. That doesn't sound right either. It sounds like a blow up doll. I don't know. So it's like a wind sock with a fan on yeah, the bottom, like, and it's every, got a goofy little face and yes. two arms. Everybody knows what we're talking about. Flops around. They flop around, and they. Uh, I just. Uh. They're supposed to get your attention to something happening at the establishment yes. that is there. Now, I think in, when they were first invented and created, yes, they probably got everybody's attention because they were different and weird and they But then everybody and their mom got one and yeah, put it and, out in front of their store. And it's not no, I don't like him. But so here's my thing. All right, so random sock monkey dude, blow up guy. Sock monkey. It's not a sock monkey. I don't know what you call it, like a wind d- sock. Wind sock. No, wind it's a sock. I know. I'm not sure. Anyway, <laughs> I'm calling him blow up dude. So I random, should Google this while you're talking. Yeah. Random blow up dude at some random store that doesn't have any connection to the store. I'm, I'm not down with that. Now, so if, dealerships are, are notorious known for, for this. this. So right. you've got the orange flappy guy out front right. that has nothing to do with cars. Right. If your car dealership name was orange flappy dude dealership or whatever. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> if your dealership is named or whatever your establishment is, is like monster truck sales company okay and then you have a like a gorilla monster or a dinosaur or whatever okay i'll like give you that blow up out there. yeah a big blow up thing out there that makes sense because it ties in with your name or if you sell dinosaurs or something and you've got a big blow up dinosaur thing that makes sense the the dude the little uncle sam dude in front of the fireworks store that made sense because they connect but like except just, he looked like an alien well he did I mean, look like an alien it that one looked weird it was the weirdest one i've ever seen but it got our attention and we're talking yes, about it on the podcast so that is true obviously it worked but no if it's just some random but yellow thing, sock sock guy no, no no and like 
the gorilla dude. I've seen like gorillas out. Like there was a purple gorilla a couple years ago. Yes, right? I remember the purple gorilla. Right. Is your company name purple gorilla? It's just Gor- a blow up gorilla. If your company name is purplegorilla.com or whatever, okay, put the purple gorilla out there. That's fine. It was the gorilla sale because it was so big. And it's a monster of a sale. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. If you're selling purple gorillas, then you get to have the purple gorilla person but that's a very specific market and i don't know that they'd sell very many of them (laughs) anyway i just i don't understand the point i think they're weird i don't i'm not down with it we're supposed to get your attention maybe stop in see the big gorilla take your picture by it nobody does do people stop and take their picture by the big well nobody takes their picture by the the sock guy that's for sure no he keeps hitting you in the face when you get near him and they just look weird i just can't (laughs) i just don't know i can't handle it it's weird it's like (laughs) This has nothing to do with anything but the broccoli filter on Snapchat. Oh, yeah. so weird. I cannot handle it. It's, Audia loves it. She puts it on you How all the you time. How do you go from sock I don't know. to weird broccoli Snapchatter? <laughs> I don't know, because, but the, the broccoli filter on Snapchat is just weird, and I can't handle it. <laughs> I just need the world to know. So these are things that are weird to Angie. Yeah. Now, you may like the sock man. Yeah, tell me if you like the sock man. If if it really does it drive business to your establishment, then I guess it's doing the right it's doing the right thing. That's great. But uh yeah, I don't like the sock man. So, I don't I don't see us getting a lime green Mm-mm. sock man for out front of the lofts at Roberts here One, for a farmhouse creative. I though. think they would frown. When we have our big parking lot party, right? Mm, we're not having parking lot party. <laughs> but no. Uh if there's like a Come and get your marketing. If there's a lime green like silo or some kind of farm thing, Maybe, but I'm going to say no. You know, this year when we have our uh, our get-together, our yeah. party in October, uh, that uh, no. I'm really, I've got my eyes towards mm-hmm. that big combine oh, okay. that A1 for Fun has. Oh, okay. Might be fun. Well, that makes sense because we're farmhouse creative <laughs> and we're going to be on a farm. That makes sense. But I'm but not getting that farm maze, that blow-up farm maze. Oh, no, not that one. I, we lose people in there, especially after 10. <laughs> yeah, when all of our... Friends get lost. Friend, Kelly Kim. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you get lost in there. No, we're not going to do that. Uh, but that makes sense because we're a farm and we're a farmhouse. So that makes sense. Now, if I just got a big gorilla or I don't know, what other things do they have that's not a gorilla? I'm not sure. But I like the dinosaur idea. We can have a big T-Rex out no, in, why out would in we our have side a t- yard. We are farmhouse creative. We're not T-Rex creative. That doesn't make any sense. No. If it's a farm, okay, I'll give you that. If it's a sock dude, no. If it's a dinosaur, no. Follow a farmhouse creative. For more marketing tips. (laughs) Hot tips from Angie straight to you. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Gone Boss. Be sure to check us out at goneboss.com or hashtag goneboss. We're on Instagram at goneboss2k or find us on Facebook just by searching Gone Boss. If you have a comment about the show or something you want to share with us, call or text 765-233-2640. That's 765-233-2640. We might just use it on the show. If you like what you heard today, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you find your podcast. Today's episode was brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Check them out at SchaeferLeadership.com. Have a great rest of your day, and don't forget to tune in next week and find out who has gone gone by.